last episode of season one. Holy fucking shit. Seriously. We've got how many, what episode is this? Even know. I don't know. Like 110 or something. 111, crazy. I think. I think wild. we're ending on 111, 111. If you're oh, in, that's wild. Yeah, if you're a numbers person, that means something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but season one is over. We did it. And for anybody who has listened to every single one of our episodes, every single one, like all 111 of them, shoot us a DM. We've got something for you. So, but you got it, but be honest. You got it. <laughs> you Send got, us a screen recording. You got, <laughs> of you watching, listening to 111 hours of Tracy. I can list a few people that I know have. I know, I know. But if you have, shoot us a DM and your mailing address, pretty please. Or an email. Or an email, if you're yeah. Not on the Instagram. For sure. Yeah, but what a journey. This has been very, very cool. This very, been, very, 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 very cool. really, really good people. Yeah, and so I want to talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, so, um, through this journey, we have met some phenomenal people, Yeah, phenomenal people, the originals, Mm -hmm. Scott and Ryan, Scott and Ryan beyond the shadows. Yep. From beyond the shadows. They were the first people that we made contact with and, um, like genuinely, genuine, genuinely have a friendship with them. Yeah. Like we absolutely love you guys. Yeah. Beyond the Shadows. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. They're they're genuinely good dudes yeah. too. And you know, we always make fun of or not make fun of, but always say that they're our tech guys and call them our original OGs. If you but haven't listened, you maybe you should. If you don't know what the tech guy references to, then you haven't listened to every episode. Right. So <laughs> we're not true. telling you what that's about. That's true. That's very very true. But but they have been here for us probably more than anybody else has from the beginning. From the very beginning, they helped point us in in direction that uh, we just love them. Mm-hmm. So Scott and Ryan, Happy New Year, and we love you guys. Yes, um, Amanda from One Nothing. I love her so much. She was probably the second person, mm-hmm. and um, we've you know clubbed with her too. Um, we've clubbed with with Beyond the Shadows also. It's actually our number one episode. Episode, yeah, is People our club with them. That one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Amanda from One Nothing, we love you. Mm-hmm. You are very, very special to us. Yes. Um, Tyler from, from originally the uh, Men of Misfortune, mm-hmm. and those episodes are still out there, so you mm-hmm. can still listen to them. So, but now he's spun off and he's done his own, and it's a call to madness. A call to madness. We adore Tyler. <laughs> he's so funny, and he is. He is one of those guys that I mean, like randomly out of the blue hey are you guys dead yeah you guys <laughs> dead or are you avoiding me or you know whatever but he's just tyler we love you and we wish you the best of luck with your new podcast and whatever we can do to help him get that going and to get hit you know i mean whatever whatever that boy needs he's got yeah he's got we absolutely love him then we've got Farah yep. over at the Conversation Cabin. And I think she's changing her name, too. I've been seeing some things on the Instagram. Oh. So I think she's kind of doing a little rebranding, too, which nice. I'm very excited to see where that goes. Yeah, me too. But we have planned a collab with her for months and months and months. And it has just, the universe is life, working against that. Life has, between COVID and sicknesses sick, and surgery. Work and, and yeah. It's just been one thing after another. But we will get it done someday we will and it's gonna be awesome it'll be gonna be fire maybe hmm. (laughs) maybe that's like why it's being taking so long because it's maybe needs something special maybe i don't know 
Uh, so Nat- Natasha. Natasha. Over at she just started her own her own stuff too. It's cryptids, creeps, and conspiracies. Ooh. And we actually have an episode out over there. So if you want a little bit more of us, mm-hmm. there is one of her first four episodes. They all released on Christmas. Um, yeah. We are over there. She's <laughs> she's cool. She's a cool chick. Yeah, we have a little story from her here in a bit that I yeah. share. So Yeah, it's very awesome. Um, and then just some other podcasts that we just like... I mean, between sharing our ad or our trailer, you Mm -hmm. know, and just Just always liking our stuff, always sharing our stuff, always promoting each other, reaching out when mm -hmm. they hear something's going on. Um, So there's a few of them here. So stick with me here. Um, Total Conundrum Podcast. Yep. uh, Outrageously Dark, Scary, and Beautiful Podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, This is another, like... One of the first ones, Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy. Yep. It's a mother-son duo. Yeah. They're awesome. Yep. We haven't clobbed with them yet. No. Hot Garbage. <laughs> they're Hot funny. Garbage. They're funny. Yeah. Um, the Truth Tank. If I post something on the Instagram, they are the first group to like it every single time. Yeah. Uh, why They Left. That's our boy Josh. We did a collab yeah. with him. Yeah. So, um, I, that kid, he's oh my fantastic. God. And I text, we text every now and again, and he's just such a, a good human doing this project. If you haven't listened to that one, that's the devil's playground out of, um, Alabama. Yeah. And he's got a podcast just going more in depth on what he's finding out there. Yeah. And it's a dark topic, but if you can stomach it, it's good. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, hashtag murder. And sort of kind of funny. That's another, that's a sister brother duo, and they're yeah. just sort of kind of funny. Sort of kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we'll have some more collabs in the future with some more of these people that's been yeah. in the talks, but yeah, for sure. And um, people that we've met through this that are our friends at this yeah. point, Stacy, our girl Stacy. never talk about oh, Stacy. Oh my enough. God. And she's actually co hosting a podcast now with Lavender. Early on Wednesday. How cool is that name, Lavender? I know. Her name is so awesome. But that's going to be very, very cool for Stacy and Lavender. It's called, what is it called? Early on Wednesday. Early on Wednesday. Very, very cool. Um, Amanda. It's, yeah, Frankie's a Northern Siren. Yeah. Yep, she's she's awesome. She's our Canada gal. Mm-hmm. She's our she's our hype girl from Canada. We love her. Eddie. Eddie. I never fails. We post an episode. We have an email from Eddie. Yeah, never fails, and it's honestly it makes our day. To, like, it does. Those. I may be horrible at like always responding to every single one. I try to like I try to, but yeah, he's <sighs> yeah, and Heather. 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 She. Girl, we love you, and we mm-hmm. are so on your team. I have gotten to actually talk to her, mm-hmm. and you know we text each other every once in a while, mm-hmm. and um, so cool to be on her team. Yeah, she's a very very cool girl, and we love you. We do love you, and then just a couple more people because we don't want to forget anybody. We um, will. We're gonna we will. forget somebody and feel absolutely like horrible garbage. Yeah, Jim, he's an OG. Yeah, he's an OG. Yep. Uh, well, probably probably one of our biggest supporters. You, yeah, and probably our first listener, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Erica and Dominique. Yeah. You guys are just awesome. Yeah. I haven't gotten to talk with you guys as much, but you guys are always there to share. You guys are always there to, like, Yeah. And it ideas. means a lot. It's, you know, it's very cool. And this, at the end of our first year, like, you got to take a second to to look back and 
and just say thank you and remember, you know, how far we've come and mm-hmm. what we've done and the friendships and the bonds that we've built. And thank you guys. Yeah. And I, we said this like when we first started, um, I've always listened to like other true crime podcasts and there's some people out there that don't really care about the people that are listening very much. You will reach out and they just, I've had some bad yeah. experiences and so I love the building relationships at yeah. and that's really, really important to both of us mm-hmm. to not leave messages unread and, right. to, and questions unanswered. We're not and... in this for just making a podcast. We want yeah. to build relationships and build an actual community. And we have a very great community. We have right a now. very great community. And season two is going to be awesome. We've got some huge things in the works. We've got, you know, our, our whole season is planned out as far as the episodes that we're bringing mm-hmm. and the Patreon content that we're going to throw out there. And then we've got I mean, some other very, very big things with some of our favorite podcasts yes. that, that will be happening this summer. But as we're ending 2023, we would not be show any gratitude if we did not say specifically to you guys, thank you very, very much. Yes, 100%. And I know that we're forgetting someone. And we're going to talk um, assholes tomorrow. Yeah, um, from Great Britain. Uh, yeah, see, I mean, I'm, I'm horrible with, yeah, with names. Yeah, he deleted and, his Instagram, so uh, I was trying to go in there and see exactly. But. Yeah, but, but at any rate, thank you guys. Thank you all. So, Samantha, as you look back over season one, mm-hmm. tell me, just pick one, and I know that's going to be really, really hard, off the top of your head, 111 different cases. So, I mean. <laughs> I hate this already. I know. Pick one case that you think about often. What are you looking at? I, you know, we're sitting in my, where I just built the bar and I just put up a piece of trim and I just noticed that I put it up crooked. I thought there was so a I ghost. Was like, so I was like, what the heck? She I need to fix that. really perplexed and that was really <laughs> scary. I know. I was oh. like looking down the, down the row of it. And I'm she like, great. Like, this is going to be another fire pit for Scott and Ryan. No, no. <laughs> However, Scott and Ryan, I did go to the bathroom before we sat down to do this and um, the bathroom door opened. So... Okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Anyway, makes- one case off the top of your head that you think about on a regular basis that maybe just didn't sit right with you. I have two. I have three. Nope. Just one. No, I have three. Just one. Can I have two? Okay. Okay. Pamela Horsford. Yeah. Yes. And Joseph Smedley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Both kind of on the same topic classified as suicides but mm-hmm. we all are aware that these are not suicides right yeah and joseph smidley because we got to talk to his sister yeah. that one was kind of it was more personal yeah yeah i agree with that yeah okay. for sure what is yours for me the one that that i actually think about I'll, actually every time i work with a schizophrenic client now mm-hmm. i actually think about him so thank you for that trauma Oh, you're welcome. Um, it would be um, the Dallas uh, football player, uh, Thomas Johnson. Yeah. That case. The that case. killings. Yeah. That one really, really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one. Which, which case that we covered scares you the most? Scared you the most? Oh, she's thinking. It's always going to be the toy box killer. Yeah. I'm sorry. Me can't too. can't beat the toy box killer. Me too. The toy box killer, that one, that one really scared me a lot. I actually think about that one a lot. So yeah. fuck you for that too. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking she lives in Montana. Let's get I on know. that again. Fuck you. 
please don't come murder me. Right, right. And then, and then, okay, perfect. So today is Thursday, the 28th, and there are two big things that happened today. Mm. Number one, the most important to me, and this is huge, my babies come home today. Yes. <laughs> Tristan and Bridger come home from their dads for Christmas. I have missed them. Yeah. Uh, see, it makes me cry. I have missed them so much. Yeah. So I am, oh, damn it. Why did I do that? I don't know why you did that uh, to yourself. Um, so I get them at four o'clock today and I am going to kiss their faces straight off. Tristan's going to be pissed. Why? Oh, because affection. She's going to be down for it for approximately one kiss, and then you're going to piss her off. I know, and, and I don't say care. She's going to something mean. She's going to be like, your hair's ugly today. <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> that's true, but I have missed them a lot. Like, my home is just, my life is so constructed around my children, mm-hmm. and I really like my life. I really yeah. like, I really like my life, yeah. but it very much operates around everything that you guys are all doing and without everybody without everybody all around like there's pieces of my life that are just gone yeah and you would think that I would have like gotten a lot of stuff done and you know whatever but no I I am a mom and I've been a mom for 27 years and I don't want to be anything else (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. So that is the biggest thing in the whole world, and they're coming home at 4 o'clock today, and I am so excited. And I just can't hide it. I can't. I am so – I think I've been talking about it pretty much all week, too. I'm like, four more hours – or four more days, three more sleeps, two more (laughs) sleeps. You know, cleaning their room and doing their laundry and cooking their favorite stuff so it's in the fridge and, you know, all that ridiculous stuff that I do. Because I'm an over-the-top mom. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. But that's okay. We'll keep you. That's that's why my adult children are my best friends. Yeah, Coral the other day said, I think it was Christmas Eve. It was you, me, and Coral hanging out. And she was like, I think maturing is realizing that it's really not that lame for my mom and my big sister to be my best friends. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. No. 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 Because we will <laughs> She's always like, I'd have rather your be six. here. Yeah, <laughs> for like, real. For real. And then crime thing what Mm. else happens today or happened today or will happen today audible eye roll audible eye roll gypsy rose blanchard gets out of jail yeah i'm gonna have an unpopular opinion before we even talk about this like if you want to if you i'm gonna have an unpopular opinion which i think you know what that means because if you have the internet so if you want to still be my friend and love me and don't agree with me just fast forward like a little bit. Well, we'll pretend I didn't. Say but it. but that's the thing, right? And the awesome thing about our podcast in particular, and the people that listen to us, is we don't all agree all the time, right? But we respect each other's opinions, right? So I think that I'm probably on, and we have not talked about this. So I think I'm on the same page as you. So tell <gasps> me what. We're never on the same page. I know, as far as this is concerned. So tell me what you think about this. Are you? Tell me. I think it's absolutely absurd that she's getting out of jail. You do. And here's why. I've watched a ton of documentaries. I've watched the police footage from her being arrested. I am not going to say what happened to her is not absolutely fucking horrific. No. Her mom was a monster. Absolutely. Dee Dee Blanchard was a fucking monster. Absolutely. But she was, I think she was also sick. Yeah. Munchausen by proxy, Mm -hmm. your mental health, that's a sickness. It's a real thing. Absolutely. 
But I also think a lot of people failed Gypsy in that sense. Her dad. Her stepmom. Her sister. Her neighbors. Her fucking doctors. Thank you. Yeah. This did not happen in 1960-1970-1980-1990. This happened 2015. 2015. How in the hell did they not... How did she go through chemo without her medical records? Or all of her teeth being pulled. How did that happen? It's horrific. And I am not saying that that is not fucked. Absolutely. But... But... We're not also tal
You well, watch these videos and you watch the body cam footage and you watch her interviews with Dr. Phil and mm-hmm. and she's I mean she's smart. Somebody who somebody who had no idea that he was actually going to murder her mom. She's very smart. She was waiting until her book comes out January 1st. Yeah. Which as we know because we've talked about this before it's what son of Sam laws that yep. you can't while you're in prison you can't profit. No, so. she knows what she's doing. And there's I mean she's got a ton of podcast interviews set up and yeah, she's got big I, name ones too. She is she is somebody that I don't want to talk to. Her, yeah, podcast set up. Her book comes out. She's on TikTok. Her husband's running her TikTok account right now, getting her followers, her yeah. Instagrams up. I mean, she's she knows what she's doing. Yeah, and that's the thing, right, is anymore because of TikTok, you can make millions of dollars off of being a criminal. Yeah. She's got to go in there and tell her story. Tell your story. Yep. So, and not that, not that what was done to her was not horrific because it I was. I agree. It was absolutely horrific. I think horrific. it could have been prevented if somebody had intervened. But yeah. there's also a little bit of accountability there that... Sure. Let's not play like you're this dumb, idiotic woman. Right. Yeah. Which is what you were. You were 19. You were a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, that's interesting. Okay. So, so, I just pissed you off. I'm sorry, but... Well, no. I mean, because everybody can have their... Everybody's... Every, we can agree to disagree. We can agree to agree. We can we can have a difference of opinion, and that's fine. And that's the great thing about our listeners and us is yeah. it's fine. I don't think anybody will give me shit about it. No, absolutely not. But every time I'm on TikTok, it's like, oh my God. Yay. I just scroll right by them because I'm just like, if I have to listen to her screechy ass voice for one more second... <laughs> everybody's like, oh, she's finally like getting out. She's I know. She's served way too much time. And I'm like, mm. Eight years seems a little light for me. Right. And and then if that's the theory that you're going to have, that what that committing murder is justified under certain pretenses, then it should be... Like that for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Call a spade a spade here. Right. And that's why, you know, the criminal justice system is so convoluted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. We're just so full of analogies I today. know. Wow. One more person, one more case that I want to just kind of... Um, say probably, um, probably affected, um, well, it was a cool experience. I don't know. I don't know how to put what I actually feel for it into words, but that would be, um, the Lisa, Lisa Michelle, yeah, Lisa Michelle Lambert case. Um, actually I went and got our mail today at our post office and you don't even know this yet. Um, we got Christmas cards from Lisa, one for you and Mm -hmm. one for me. Um, that was a long ordeal um, and very meaningful. And yeah. that is something that, I mean, I, we still talk to Lisa today. Still you know, talk she'll, to Gigi. We still talk to G. We still talk to, you know, I talk to her lawyers. I talk to, you know, a lot of people regarding that case um, often. We probably get the most messages about how to help Lisa. Yeah. Than anything else. Yeah. And um, and so that's, you know, that's an ongoing thing. But that that one probably... Um, has, what are the words I'm trying to find here? Maybe like the most lasting, we got the most in-depth in that case yeah. and got to actually know her. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, we, I mean, I, we spent like 20 hours on the phone with her. But. Just during the recording. And like I said, I mean, she still calls today, right? you know, and I mean, we just got Christmas cards from her in prison, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, that, that one was a, I don't want to call it a cool experience, but it was, it was an eye-opening yeah, that was a very much, like, 
things had to fall in place in order for them to be in our lives. Yeah. Weird things that fell into place. Weird things. Yeah. But it was, it was meaningful. It was meaningful. So yeah. We're not going to say too much on that because there's other things in the works, but yeah, there's update you when when there's things to update. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. But Gigi, Lisa, we do love you. We do love you. We're really grateful for your guys' friendship as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, okay, well, um, I'm Tracy. Oh, shit. I'm Samantha. <laughs> this it's is like 25 minutes into this. I know. Well, that was I all important we were stuff. I thought we were going to leave it at the end. I thought we were going to This like... was, this, this was, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, guys, it's our last episode. It's not. <laughs> of season one. You guys would be so sad. Um, this is the suspended sentence. We can be found at. The suspended sentence on Instagram, Patreon, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, our email address is the suspended sentence podcast at gmail.com. And you can buy Tracy's book anywhere the books are sold. Oh, what do I want to do today? Better World Books. <laughs> I, mean, I bought some books from them the other day and donated 52 books to charity. So nice. You should do you. that too. Nice. Um, IDP and the 13 Components to Criminal Thinking and Behavior by Tracy Ferris. By Tracy Ferris. And book two, which is called System Failure, will be out the end of 2024. <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what I want to do... That's your name. It is. It is. Um, a horribly other end of the spectrum type of book. Like, it's a horrific book. But um, Tyler and I are going to do an episode covering that. Ooh, okay. So, um, but anyway. Um, so, I'm bringing the case today, and I'm not bringing a case. What I want to do is just kind of look over 2023... And everything crime that stood out, not everything, because, I mean, you can't cover everything, but I want to talk about some of the most notorious crimes that happened and some of the crime trends. Okay. You down for that? All right. Okay. So in 20 and 20, 2020 and 2021, there was like a huge spike in homicides, which I find very, very, very interesting because that was the COVID lockdown. Right. So that, that's interesting. Yeah. And I cannot wait until the analysis of that comes out by the FBI. But at any rate, the rate of violent crimes, including homicide though, in the last two years is decreasing Hmm. rather than increasing. And this is all from FBI stats that are just coming out. Now the FBI database for all of these crimes it's based on like voluntary reporting by like individual different law enforcement agencies. Um, so, you know, like different cities have their own agency and they can get on their computer at the end of the year and they put in how many homicide calls they went to, how many rape calls they went to, how many robberies they went to, whatever. And they put it into the FBI's database. And then the, the FBI comes out with this huge analysis, statistic reports, and they publish it to the, to the public. Okay. Okay. But this is interesting. Half, last year, half of the U.S. police departments, including like some of the big ones, like in L.A. and New York, failed to submit any data. Interesting. In 2022, 83% of U.S. law enforcement agencies submitted data to the federal government, which means 10% of the population is not represented. Hmm. That... 
Why? How? Why? What? Why are they not doing that? It's voluntary. I mean, they don't have to. But, but why wouldn't they? You have those that hide nothing, have nothing to hide. Those that have nothing to hide, hide nothing. And also, in addition, you're going to get federal money and additional funding and resources provided to your city and to your county based on those crime reports. Why would you not do it? Cops. You literally. <laughs> why are you not doing that? You have 15 people in your admin office sitting there drinking coffee, eating donuts all day. Why don't you, why aren't you feeling? <laughs> Whoa. Why aren't Dude, they doing look at this? Baby bear is looking at you. She just side-eyed you so hard. She's like, <laughs> She's like stop it, mom. Okay. But here are some of the stats, okay? Motor vehicle thefts continued their upward trend through the half, the first half of 2023 there were 33.5% more motor vehicle thefts from January through June of 2023 compared to the first half of 2021 or 2022. I'm sorry. Interesting. Right. Um, yeah, because gas prices were at an all-time high in January and, but look at the price of cars. Yeah, that's true. I mean, last year, the price of cars went absolutely through the roof. I paid way too much for my used little car. Absolutely. I haven't bought a car. I mean, I have a truck, but I haven't bought a car because I'm not spending $60,000 on a fucking car. Literally a used car. (laughs) Yeah. Cars should be $20,000, not $60,000. Right. That's ridiculous. So maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe. I don't know. Domestic violence incidents increased by 0.03%, so a little bit, but um, violent crimes remained elevated compared to 2019. And we're going to do that because again, like I said, COVID, but homicides were at an all-time high. But I'm wondering though, is that counting like people killing their spouses? That's what I'm thinking. That's why that number has to be high. Yeah, because Think about people being were trapped in a room with your spouse all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Just that's kidding, funny. Brighton. <laughs> so the number of homicides in the thirty stu- in the study that that focused on thirty city cities said that it was lower by nine percent. So I don't know. There were two point five percent fewer aggravated assaults. Robberies, residential burglaries, non-residential burglaries, and larcenies all also decreased in the beginning of 2023. Interesting. Again, but we're coming out of COVID for 2021, 2022, where things were at a high. Yeah. People were freaking broke. People were locked down and people were broke. Yes. Non-essential employees. Yeah. Right. Bored. Idle hands are the hands of the devil if you're biblical. I'm just saying. But... So anyway, so that kind of gives us a little bit of a basis going into 2023. But so some crime stories obviously like got way more attention than any others that gripped the nation and the world. Right. Right. From two shocking killings during the Hamas-Israel war to mass shootings and the murder and the murder of that hiker. We'll talk about it. Here are some of the biggest crime stories of 2023. Okay. I wish we had like a drum or something. I tried to do that (laughs) once though. Okay. So one of the biggest stories of 2023, disappearance of Anna Walsh. Didn't hear about it? No. Okay. I don't don't watch the news. news Yeah, I don't either. And TikTok is really selective and it seems like it it picks like a certain genre and just kind of... Sticks with it. Over kills it. Like Gypsy Rose Like Gypsy Rose. It's everywhere. 
Okay, she was the mother of three that was last seen in the family home in Massachusetts. She was expected to be traveling over the New Year's to Washington or over the New Year holiday, traveling to Washington, D.C. for work. She wasn't reported missing until January 4th. So she leaves New Year's Eve 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. So she's a mother of three and married and husband doesn't freaking call her in missing. You don't check in with your wife, asshole. So it wasn't until she was supposed to be there. My brain goes, we've talked about this before. Brighton doesn't ever check in. I don't know. He always says. But if you were traveling, he checks in on you. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't check in when he's traveling, but if you're gone for longer than three hours, he's like, oh my God, the world is ending. (laughs) So she wasn't reported missing until January 4th. When her co-workers called and reported her missing. So what comes out is her husband, Brian, had hired a private detective to spy on her mm. before her death. And so anyway, there's other things that come out. He, he is arrested and indicted by a grand jury the for husband. charges yeah, for first-degree murder, misleading a police investigation, and improper conveyance of a, of a human body. He's currently awaiting trial. So I don't want to go in. I've got a lot of cases, I'm really but confused on what happened. Okay, wait. So she goes missing. Mm-hmm. He had hired a private investigator. What she was having Prior... or something? <clears throat> no, he thought she was. Oh. Probably because he was. I don't know. I didn't cover the case. I didn't oh, okay. go deep okay. into it. Okay. If you want me to, I can in season three. Yeah, but... that'd be cool. I'll okay. Just wait a year and a half. Okay. <laughs> All right. Second case. <clears throat> Also in Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts. Okay. Coming in hot. It is Lindsay Clancy. Is this the one that jumped off the balcony? Yeah. Killed her kids. She's charged with two counts of homicide after allegedly strangling her two young children and then attempting to kill her baby. Yep. Police found her five-year-old daughter, Cora, and three-year-old son, Dawson, suffering. I mean, she strangled them. So she slit her wrists before jumping out of a second floor window. Mm -hmm. She did survive, though, as did her seven-month-old baby, Callan. Yeah. So um, serious mental illness going on there, serious postpartum depression, and it's very, very well documented. Yeah. Very well documented. She actually was in a um, psychiatric hospital, I mean, multiple times. Yeah, I had heard that. Yeah, so that one's absolutely, I mean awful yeah that's a sad sad story um next case this would be the seven people killed by the sex offender in oklahoma Mm-mm. didn't hear about that one either uh, apparently i should like i have a podcast you think i'd be <laughs> on this happened in may and it was in oklahoma so seven bodies were found among them was 39 year old jesse mcfadden a registered sex offender he killed his wife, three teenage children, and two teenage girls who are visiting their home for a weekend sleepover. So his Oh, yes, I did hear about this. I forgot yep. about that. So his, his kids had friends come over for a sleepover, mm-hmm. and he, he killed them. Yeah, and the dad was like, I didn't even know she was, like, remarried. Oh, that was sad. Right. Ugh. Yep. And what fucking is crazy about that is the amount of, like, the kids who weren't hit, like, his wife's. The parents going out there and finding more evidence that the police hadn't found. Yeah. And oh, yeah. the videos from that were heartbreaking. Ab- yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So do you remember this was all over TikTok, all over TikTok, uh, Carly Russell? 
as soon as I tell you the story, you're going to remember. This was the nursing student who went missing in Hoover, Alabama on July 13th. Shortly after calling the police, claiming that she had seen a toddler walking along the side of the road. What the fuck? No. Yes. It, yes. You remember. Okay. After 48 hours, she reappears at her, at her house, right? So she says she's driving down the road. She sees a toddler walking on the road. On the side of the road, she gets out to see if the little girl is okay or the, or the little kid is okay. And she gets kidnapped and abducted. But all of it was a lie. Oh, shit. No, I did not hear about this. Oh, my gosh. It was all over TikTok. Like, forever. Apparently, and, I missed that. Oh, yeah. That was, a, that was a big one. It, like, saturated TikTok for, like, three solid weeks. And then, well, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, then there is the murder of Rachel Morin. No? Oh, I love this. You I'm don't know so any of these. Man, I have enough... Uh, you do. Like 50 sad episodes. You do. I've you do. This happened in August. The mother of five, Rachel Morin, was murdered in Maryland. Mm. She was 37. She went for a hike on August 5th around 6.30 p.m. on the Ma and Pa hair. <laughs> My dog is itching her ear and it apparently feels good. If you can hear her moaning in the background. <laughs> um, she went for a hike on August 5th on the Ma and Pa Heritage Trail in Bel Air in northeastern Maryland. The next day, her body was found in a wooded area adjacent to the path. The yeah. suspect's DNA left at the scene matched DNA evidence recovered from an unsolved L.A. home invasion and assault of a young girl in March. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Other opposite coasts. Right. There. The sheriff's office released surveillance video in August of the suspect leaving the L.A. home and described him as Hispanic in his 20s, 5 foot 9 inches tall and weighing about 160 pounds. No one has come forward with his his identity, but there is a $30,000 reward for that. But yeah. in November, law firm Rice, Mirth, and whatever, I can't say that last name, trial lawyers printed 10,000 English-Spanish flyers to be hand-delivered in the L.A. neighborhood where the young girl was attacked and hoping to find the killer. Yeah but still unsolved. Then there is the killing of Wadia Al-Femu. This is a 71-year-old Illinois uh, man. Yep. Uh, Joseph M. Kuzba. I don't know. It's a like a German name or Czechoslovakian name. He was accused of fatally stab stabbing six-year-old Palestinian American boy and su seriously wounding his mother on October 14th. Oh, man. The crime was allegedly in response to the Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th. Jesus. Yep. Maine. In Maine, the mass shooting there, October 27th. The suspect in the main mass shooting that killed 18 people was found dead two days after frantically searching for him. Robert Card, 40 years old, an army reservist, shot randomly into a bowling alley and a restaurant in Lewiston, Maine on October 25th. Among dead were Bill Young, 44, his 14-year-old son Aaron, and they were just, just went bowling. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah. I don't like this. No. No, these, these were big stories, though. Then there was the investigation of the Moscow murders yeah, at the University of Idaho. That captivated this household. It captivated the world. Um, even little Trista, I've told you, she's yeah. a little bit of a psycho. <laughs> yep. Trista freaked me out because she was like, one day, I, re I remember that. It was like two weeks after it, and me and Coral had been talking about it. 
And Trista sent me a TikTok and she was like, have you seen this? What do you know know. about this? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not discussing this with you. And she was like, tell me what you know. know. And I'm like, I'm not telling you anything, you child. You're like 12. 11-year-old girl. Right, right. I think she was 11 at the time. (sighs) Right, right. This was in November of 2022. um, But everybody was talking about it in 2023. Still talking about it because trials are going on. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And this was the University of Idaho um, where the victims, Kaylee... Madison, Ethan, and Zaina, yeah, were all home together and were killed. Yeah. Yeah. And two roommates lived. <laughs> yep. Yep. On December 30th, police arrested 28-year-old Brian Kohlberger. Col- yep. See? See, you know it. Yep. Yeah. He was a PhD candidate criminal, um, studying criminology at Washington State University, and he's being tried for it right now. Yep. I'll keep my opinions because I have unpopular opinions again. Yeah, cover the case <laughs> mm-hmm. in season three. <laughs> then there then is... we'll have trial answers by then. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll keep my own right. unpopular opinions to myself. Until then. <laughs> then, of course, there's the Murdoch. Alex Murdoch! Yeah, yeah. That one was a big one. He was on trial for the murders of his wife and son, although he claims that he didn't have anything to do with it. Or that he tried to fake his own suicide and paid somebody to shoot himself in the head. Right. I mean, that seems like something an innocent person does, but, you know. Uh, for sure. Definitely. Um, this one was interesting. This one was more than 31 years after disappearing, a Pittsburgh woman was found in a Puerto Rican nursing home. Oh. Yeah. So in 1992, Patricia Copta of Ross Township near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, disappeared. At the time, she was 52 years old. She was known as a street preacher, nicknamed the Sparrow, because of her small body build. And she had a history of mental illness, according to, you know, officials in her family. Her family believed that she had died, but in 2023, she was found alive at the age of 83 at a nursing home in Puerto Rico. The fuck? Mm-hmm. At a news con- conference, the Ross Township police chief said that she had been found wandering around North Puerto Rico before she was taken to an adult daycare home in 1999. Jesus, that's wild. Right? Can you imagine? That's wild. Right. And then the last one, Victoria Kazernova. She was sentenced to 21 years in prison for attempting to kill her lookalike with poison cheesecake. Okay, so this one's wild. It's April 20th, 2023 in Queens, and her beautician looked like her. She didn't like that. She had a doppelganger. So she poisoned her. Well, okay. Maybe just find a new hairstylist. I, right? Or what's the problem with her looking like you? What? I mean, you're at the hairstylist. Have her change her hair. Right. For real. <laughs> I don't know. And of course, there's other really big ones, you know, that, that everybody was completely, the Ruby Frankie, Lori yeah. Vallow. You know, there's there's other ones, but that is pretty much big crime in 2023. You were so tired of me talking about Alex Murdoch. I was so You're tired like, of You're like, I it. don't care anymore. Shut up. Yeah. And I was like, I need to tell you everything. I watched all the documentaries. I know. And this I, is what happens. I know. And the Reba McIntyre song mm-hmm. playing in my head. The lights went out in Georgia. That's what yep. goes through my head when you think about Alex Murdoch. Really? 
Ah, tonight that the lights went out in Georgia. Can't trust your... Oh, it's big yeah. city lawyers. Can't trust your soul to no, no backward southern, southern lawyer. lawyer. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> gotta sing it the, to get it up. Uh, the judge, judge in the, the town's, town's got bloodstains on his hands. And you gotta have the twang. Yeah. You gotta have that. Really? Okay, so one last story before we sign off for 2023. Am I going? Is this it? Going yeah. Going? If you guys all remember, we covered the I-70 killer. Yes. And covered it well and went in, de- in detail about I hated that. that. Again, right? Hated it. And and we got a message actually today, which was perfect. Timing. Actually today, right? From or our, yesterday from our girl Natasha. From yeah, from Natasha. Are you going to play the message? Is that what you're going to yeah. do? Oh, okay. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. So here it is, you guys. And she has COVID, so excuse her her coughing. Poor thing. Here you go. Okay, so I got to tell you guys the story. <clears throat> Sorry, bear with me. I'm still a little little sick here. Um, but yeah, so I uh, went up to uh, college for my first degree for massage therapy up uh, in Indianapolis, and the head of our department um, was a super nice lady. I absolutely love her, but she uh, did this uh, demonstration, or I guess this this talk that she had with everybody. Uh, regarding the safety of working in a spa environment. And I about shit my pants whenever I heard you guys doing the I-70 thing. So when she was younger, uh, she worked at a spa uh, right off of I-70, like in a strip mall. And she was by herself. Um, You know, there's no clients or anything. It was just some downtime. And this man had, had walked in and... Just approached her and started uh, asking some really odd questions and just getting way too close for her comfort. So she got super uneasy. I mean, the guy just gave her like the absolute willies, and <clears throat> she ended up coming up with an excuse to go to the back. And she like you know hauled ass back there and locked herself in the supply closet and just sat there for you know, a couple hours at least, and just waited because she was like, there was something about him that just, she could sense it, you know, her, her entire gut, and like you guys were saying in the, the I-70 uh, episode, you know, her her intuition was like, you know, run, like you got to get the fuck away from this guy, so she hides out in there, and after a couple hours, you know, she, she very slowly works her way back out and, and peeks around the corner, and doesn't see the guy. The guy's gone. So she hurries up and she she locks the door and she closes up shop. And when those sketches came out later uh, of the man who had committed these murders, that man that she had right in front of her matched the sketch to a T. So she was thinking, you know, she was face to face and somehow managed to talk her way out of being a victim and able to get to safety and lock herself in that back supply closet. Um, and, and all she was doing, she was just a, a woman by herself in a, in a spa, um, having a normal day. And it just, it totally blew my mind because it was, you know, the same exact time that this guy was going up and down, uh, the, the I 70 and, she was like right there uh, on the outskirts of Indianapolis, and she's she's fairly certain that she she came toe to toe with this guy, and it, that's just something to me that uh, 
stays with me to this day that I knew someone who skirted death, basically, uh, and, and to always listen to your gut and, and your intuition because, you know, you're right. It, it'll tell you when you need to run, you need to fucking run. You need to run fast. So I just uh, thought that I would I would let you guys know about that and, and tell you, and, and you guys will find it kind of fascinating. So, um but yeah, keep up the good work. I love you guys, and uh, I'll, I'll try to get with you uh, hopefully here in the near future to get you on another episode. So uh, until then, I'll talk to you later. I heard that message, and I was like, fuck off. I got the original message. She's like, I've got something coming for you. And I'm like, what do you mean you have something coming for me? And she's like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely, oh, my God. Think about how many people have probably met this man. You know, we talked about that in our earlier episodes. Do you remember when Mm -hmm. I was like, how many times do you think that you've actually had a conversation with a a murderer? Okay, so I was actually thinking about this today because I currently have a client at work who is a murderer. And she was in today and she's not safe. She's not stable. Okay, so right. she's talking about how she was at a certain place and she was whatever and she was in a hurry. She was having a bad day. She was having like really, really bad thoughts, i.e. thoughts of killing someone. And the lady behind the counter at the place that she was in, she's like, a bitch started fucking talking to me about her goddamn necklace and about whatever and I just wanted to get the hell out of there and she wouldn't shut the fuck up. And all I could think as she was talking to me is... And then she tells me what she was thinking, which I can't say because I'm bound by confidentiality. But I was like, how many times are we just like thinking we're being nice and really we're talking to somebody who wants to like kill you, who literally is thinking about grabbing the pin off of your counter and stabbing you in the throat. I'm pretty irritated. Like so this, like this lady, if she would have known who she was talking to, she would not have been talking about her necklace around her neck. Where you know what Drawing I'm saying? Drawing attention to her neck. <laughs> to her neck, where this lady is like this. This this lady is not stable. She is not safe right now, right? And she's telling me this, and I'm just like. Okay, so why are we out in public if we're having those thoughts? What is our tools? What are we supposed to do? What are we, you know, but like think about, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I just remembered something that we said months ago we were going to talk about. Okay, that was random. I just thought about it because you were thinking, okay. We're all over the place today. Sorry, guys, we've had a lot of coffee. You said you got the rest of the tea about fingers in his pocket guy. You got the rest of the story. And we've never talked about fingers in your pocket, guy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're just cleaning up everything right this now. This is just for okay. housekeeping today. So did we cover that story? No. Okay. You were so, like, oh, my God, we have to start this episode, and then we never did. Okay, so a long time ago. How long ago was it? It was the 90s. It was the 90s. There was a guy in Wyoming, without disclosing where we're at. Everybody doesn't know where we're not, at. But... Um, um there was a guy in wyoming who knew a guy in montana they went off blah 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 anyway a guy gets killed they They take they eat parts of his body the guy comes some certain drugs but that was not ever released oh that's the information that i got oh so they come back the guy here in wyoming 
gets pulled over for DUI, driving under the influence, not of alcohol, but he gets pulled over for DUI. And when he gets booked into jail, they reach into his pocket and they pull out human fingers. I would shit myself. Okay. What do you do as an officer? I would literally shit myself. Absolutely. Talk about the trauma that some of these So you're actually going to stay in those handcuffs. Okay, but here's the gig. You covered this in our is it legal or is it not in states. It is not illegal in Montana or Wyoming to eat a human body. Yeah, that's true. That is not illegal. It's true. Murder is illegal. Murder is illegal. But eating... (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to get all of it. You haven't vomited in an episode in a while. Okay, so... Right, it's been a minute. Usually it's about sexual assault that I, with children that I vomit yeah. in. But okay, so this guy, I don't know why at work I'm talking about this guy, but I was talking about this case maybe because I was transporting clients and we drove by his place. Yeah, because yeah, he lives here. And, and I was like, oh, so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. And my client turns to me and says, oh, that's my uncle. And I'm like, fuck, get out of my car. <laughs> what the uh... fuck? Okay, so... So I was like, okay, well, now I'm interested. Okay, well, first of all, I'm, I got really hot. I was like, like, looking for emergency exits. I'm I'm like, okay, we're on county roads. We're, is my phone, do I have a signal? Do I shit? What did I just do, right? Like bringing up this, whatever. She was really, really open about it, though. She was like, the truth behind it was, is that they were all high on LSD or whatever. I mean, like hallucinogen drugs. And they thought that guy three, the guy who got killed and eaten by them, was, I mean, they were all tripping. They were all, you know, whatever. They were all high. They were camping up in the mountains. They were doing their thing, whatever. They had a bad trip. They eat him. They kill him. They went to jail, whatever. And yeah, he was saving fingers for later. But he was only accountable when he was high and hallucinating. So I was like, did he not realize when he was high and hallucinating that he was eating, still eating a body part? Like, did he think that it was like chicken fingers? What the, I mean, like, what the fuck? Ooh, I was in right? chicken fingers tonight. And she, you're not now. And now everybody, every oh. time you eat chicken fingers, you're going to think about the guy in Wyoming who ate fingers for whatever. But she said that he was like super cool, awesome guy, phenomenal uncle, great babysitter, great blah, 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 unless, unless he was tripping. Yeah. Fucking wild, man. You never know. You never know. He lives here. He, there's a lot of actual murderers that live here. I know. I mean, there's a lot of them. But outside of my job, and we've talked about this before, I... There's a kid that went, and I've told this story before. There's a kid who grew up with my son, Zach, who's 19 now, who was in my home a lot, had dinner at my kitchen table, who I adore. Yeah. Adore. Who is facing serious kidnapping, rape, and murder charges in Colorado right now. You know, I mean, but it just, it's, if we knew how many times we came face to face, Somebody capable of that. I mean, I brought this Not up. capable of it because honestly, I think that we're all capable of it. Not to that degree, but we, I think that the large majority of people absolutely are capable of murder mm-hmm. under the right scenario. Yeah. I, with beyond a shadow of doubt, I'm capable of killing someone. 
If I, my kids were in danger. I think I brought this up before, too. I mean, there was that guy a few years ago that murdered his roommate and it was covered in blood and just went to the local diner. And yeah. everybody, but it was trying, during hunting season, so everybody was like, oh, man, what'd you get this morning? Right. And he just chatted with He's everybody. He's like, oh, my 19-year-old He's like, so roommate. I'll get the biscuits and gravy. Sounds good. Okay, right. great. Need a, need a meal before I go to prison. Yeah, I mean, the guy took 20 bucks for me. So, I mean, he had it coming. But that's kind of how his attitude was. Right. I mean, you, your old house, there was a guy, the old, the old man next to you. Yeah. He was murdered. Yeah. Your next door neighbor. Yeah. Over, again, 20 bucks. Uh, yeah, I think it was the 40, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you never know. You never know. But I, today when I was in that session, I was like, if that chick knew, if she knew, like, I, oh my God. See, I, this is just turning into a long episode. Do you remember years ago? When we, we didn't live here. It was our old house and you were cleaning for that. You were helping that old lady by keeping her house. And she was, would never leave her house because didn't somebody try to shoot her through her window? (gasps) No, they did shoot her through her window. She was, she was up. She, and she was the old mayor of the town. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was the mayor and she lived in a very, very nice neighborhood. And I don't know, some city ordinance or something passed and it pissed off the wrong person. And she gets up. They were going to break into her house to kill her, but she had um, a surveillance system. She had a burglary system on her house. Obviously, she was the mayor of the town and she had signs in her yard. And so they were sitting outside of her house like, okay, how are we going to do this and what are we going to do, right? Well, she happened to get up right then out of bed and go to her kitchen sink to get a drink of water and the light was on. Well, people can see in and you can see the shadows, but when you've got a light on inside and no light outside, you can see the silhouettes of people, blah, 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 whatever. They saw her standing at her sink, drinking a glass of water. They shot right through the freaking window, shot her. I just and heard- shot her like in the eye and it just happened to hit in the right spot and whatever. And she lived and, you know, they never found, I just they never, heard- oh no, they did find them. Did they? Eventually, yeah. I just remember, I just, I don't know what made me just think of that. I can picture the outside of her house. Yeah. I went to her house like one time with you because you thought that it would like mm-hmm. be good because she wouldn't leave her house after She that. would not she, leave her house. I don't know mm-hmm. if she's still alive or anything. I mean. She's not. She's not? No. Um, I mean, I was young. That's why I was right. like, I don't remember the story. The, the only reason that she allowed me to come into her home to help her was because she personally knew my father. Yeah. And so you're like, you come, I remember I was probably like, what, 12? And you were like, come with me and you can, I sat and I, she gave me some books and we yeah. chatted while you helped her on the house. Yeah. Wild. Okay. I'm done. I know. Unless it's I crazy. Else. It's insane. We're just going to sign off before Samantha has another, wait, 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 tell this story. We have so many stories that sometimes I get afraid that I'm like, I can't, don't know if I can tell that story. I told Tyler, I'm just going to, or maybe I said it to Ryan. I'm just going to tell you guys the stories and you cover them because they're good stories. They are such good stories. I have good stories to tell and I can't tell most of them. I know. We need to like write a book. Uh, maybe book three. Maybe book three. I don't know. Quit yeah. Career. We'll put it, we'll put it in writing when that way. That when, way I'm not misquoted when I. When we're rich and famous. <laughs> you can quit your job. Right. Right. Okay, guys, again, thank you. Happy New Year, everybody, and we will see you in 2024. Holy crap. Stay safe.